Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the American Nightmare podcast. This is episode number 44, recorded November 23rd, 2021. All right, let's get into the news. Yeah, let's do it. A recent interview with Keanu Reeves reveals that he would love to play John Constantine again. And you know what? Uh, I'd love to see him as John Constantine That's a great movie. Yeah, it is. It is. I didn't know anything of that character, and I thought the movie was great. Yep. I know. I I sort of, like, that movie came out when I sort of didn't like Keanu Reeves. I, like, (laughs) and then... Like, I revisited it, and I sort of liked it a whole bunch. Hey, you guys know? are back together again? Yeah. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> but no, it's, it's one of those, uh, you know, great... Uh, it, w- it was Dark Horse comics, right? DC Dark yeah, Horse? Yeah, uh, I believe so, yeah. Uh, and I, I read a couple of those many years back, and I really liked it. And then when I saw this movie, I thought, wow, that's a really awesome adaptation. I loved it. I thought it was great. Yeah. Would love to see him again. So are they, is, is, is there talks in in... in in play or well, apparently he's he's had some discussions about it with some different people he has some ideas of what he'd like to do with it uh and it's going to be rebooted and put up on hbo max at some point my understanding is but awesome uh we'll see where it goes um sweet yeah um the black phone has some new advertisements out it gives another look at ethan hawk as the grabber is his name oh. uh, i forgot about that yeah yeah, it's such a corny name for a, for a killer, but it's also kind of cool. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, pretty crazy. Uh, I don't know. It's it seems like it's gonna be an interesting. You know, just the the couple of previews that they've had. So oh, it far, looks creepy. Yeah, it looks really creepy, and the idea that it's like child abduction, murdering dude. Yeah, kind of yeah. mashed up with a with a. Uh, um, uh, what am I thinking? Like a ghost type, you know. Uh, um, Urban legend. Yeah, like it's it just seems like it's gonna be something good. I'm I'm kinda looking What's the release date on that? Uh let me see. But it's already released. February fourth, twenty twenty two will be the theatrical release. Coming up then. Coming up soon. Yeah, it'll be around soon. So uh I'm I'm looking forward to it. Uh very excited for it. Uh I I know that I think it was supposed to come out in January, right? But I think they pushed it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it says uh, it got pushed to February 4th, 2022. Yeah, it was supposed to come out uh, January 28th, uh, but it got pushed. And Scott Derrickson, he's a, he does some great things. Sinister was a fantastic movie. Scott Derrickson is great. Uh, and I like he, Sinister. And he did the original Doctor Strange movie, which was really good, too. So I'm looking oh, forward to it. Oh, that was good. Yeah. Um, Evil Dead Rise. Bruce Campbell's recent interview says that the film is dark, serious, and excruciating. Sweet. Uh, yeah, so I'm kind of looking at this. Um, um, Evil Dead Rise, um, uh, the filming is completed. Uh, it's an addition to the Evil Dead franchise, and uh, he did give an interview online to some uh, German magazine, some German online magazine, uh, and Bruce Campbell says, you know... Um, they have a rough of the film done already. He's taken a look at it, and he says that it's really um, pretty pretty amazing. They got to do a little tightening up, probably a couple reshoots, uh, a little more editing, and it should be ready for next year. So I'm kind of excited for that. Um, you know, with the recent Evil Dead reboot, what was that, 2015, with the original Evil Dead rebuilt, reboot, that was good. It was extra horror, extra gory. The one thing I didn't like about it is... A little different, too, right? It was yeah. a little different. Yeah, d- yeah, a little different. But the one thing that bothered me, and, and I wonder if they're going to do the same thing with this one, is I don't know if you remember the original Evil Dead, like the very first one. The book mm-hmm. was not called the Necronomicon Deus Mortis. It, was, it had some other freaking name. And when they did the reboot, they also did not use the name Necronomicon Deus Mortis. They used the hmm. original name. So um, I don't know. If, are they going to call it the Necronomicon Deus Mortis, or are they going to hmm. go back to the original name again? I, I don't know. But I, I'd rather have them keep it as Necronomicon, because then it fits into that Evil Dead 2. Um, yeah. You yeah. Know, um, what, was, what was the third movie? Uh, 
Army of Darkness. Army of Darkness. Darkness. Yeah, it it stays into that universe, right? If you keep renaming the book, it's it's just dumb. And then Ash versus Evil Dead too, which was all in that same universe, right? And that was ne- he called it Necronomicon Deus Mortis in that show yeah. too. So I, I want them to keep that keep that theme. Don't don't keep blowing Make it up. Make it canon. Yeah, yeah. Um. The director of the stuff is talking about the new um, uh, director's cut that will be available on Blu-ray. Has an extra thirty minutes of footage what? Uh, that will be That's available in the collector's edition. Yeah. That's double stuff. <laughs> double stuff. <laughs> uh, yeah. So stuff, classic film, classic yeah. film always. Uh, but the fact that they're coming out with an anniversary edition, collect, um, director's edition that has an extra 30 minutes in, that's pretty awesome. That he, is. Uh, here's a quote from the director saying that he doesn't think any of the deleted scenes were crucial to the narrative, but they did lose a few funny scenes that he wanted to keep, and now they've added them back in for this director's cut. Sweet. Yeah. Um, in some sad news... Uh, Art Lafleur from the Sandlot, the Blob, the Blob Tracers, has recently passed away. Mm. Uh, he was 78 years old, and he died November 17th. He had a 10-year battle with atypical Parkinson's, um, and unfortunately, uh, we lost him. He, uh, he um, man, he he played some great roles in some great movies, uh, and it really makes me sad that he's gone. But uh, We'll always be damn you cancer this great stuff yeah cancer sucks man uh yeah but he was in like wasn't he in like uh uh what the fuck was that movie uh the santa claus he was like in santa claus two and three or something like that right mm, i don't know if i've seen those Oh, really? I had to watch shows with my kids a million times. <laughs> yeah, I didn't see them. I think I saw the first one. I don't think I saw the other ones. Oh, nice. All right. Was he yeah. Santa? No, he was like a... Uh... Oh, that was Tim Allen. No, Tim yeah, Allen Tim Santa. Allen was Santa. I forget what this guy. He was like a bad guy or something like that. Hmm. But yeah, sad to see him gone. Sorely missed. Um... Recent interview with Wesley Snipes reveals that he gave some advice to Mahershala Ali about playing Blade in the upcoming Blade movie. It's going to be out next year from uh, Marvel. Uh, he gave an interview with Yahoo magazine and said uh, that he spoke with Mahershala Ali. Um, they discussed uh, um, the issue that him being cast wasn't between us and it was business and he's cool with it because really... Wesley Snipes wanted to play um, um, Blade again, but you know Wesley's up there in his years, man. Yeah, He's yeah. Up there in his years, and we want to have Blade as a character for many years in the Marvel universe. It just won't work out if we try and bring Wesley in. Hopefully, yeah. hopefully they'll throw him a bone and have like some sort of uh, cameo, cameo or something. Would yeah. be nice. Um, they can have him play Whistler. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah, actually, that would be kind of cool. Yeah, why not? Yeah, um, they could hang around for a while too. Yeah, and and since the Marvel MCU is really based off the Ultimate Universe and not the six one six, they could change up whatever characters they want, right? Yeah, Wesley could be a old, old black guy. Yeah, old, why not? Not old, but. Uh, but basically, the advice that he gave him was: make sure that you're in shape, and again, make sure that you're in shape. Try not to get hurt, and try not to get hurt, but make sure you're in shape. And this is the way I look at it: is that you look at any Disney Marvel movie, and you can tell that all the actors. Get in shape. I'm sure yeah, there's no question whether or not Mahershala Ali will be up to you play. You gotta look like a superhero. You can't exactly. be all skinny like exactly. You know. I mean, look what they did. Did you see? You guys see the uh, Eternals yet? No, not yet. No. All right. Well, you gotta look and see what they did to those guys. They're all jacked in that movie. So. Oh yeah, that one. The uh, that one uh, Indian dude. Um, uh, I can't remember his name off the yeah. top of my head. K- but Kamal yeah, Nar- yeah. yeah, Kamal yeah. Naljarani. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's uh, like all Pakistani. Yeah, he got like buff. He got like more ripped than he's ever been in his entire life. So if 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 Mar- hey look, if Marvel was paying me to be in their films, you bet your ass I'd be at, I'd be with a physical <laughs> trainer busting my ass every day to be as jacked as I possibly could. Hell yeah! I mean, just look at I don't know if you know the story or not, but just look at the the uh, Captain uh, America: The First Avenger when. Um, uh, Chris Evans 
uh, came out of the machine and like became super buff, and yeah. Haley Atwell like touched his chest. <laughs> that was a mistake. Like that wasn't in the script. She like couldn't help but reach out and touch his chest, and they kept it in the film. Nice. <laughs> so if I had a chance to get jacked, I'd get jacked. I don't know if Paul Rudd got that jacked, but he but was he, he was an amp. He did. did. He? Yeah. Did you see him, Ant Man and the Wasp? Like when he took his shirt I, off, he looked like he almost looked like Chris Evans. I don't remember him looking that jacked, but maybe I, I didn't pay attention to that part. Well, you know, maybe, straight men, we don't really pay that much attention to that. <laughs> well, I mean, there's some, some of the dudes like you can't help but notice when they're like, you know, I don't think maybe it's like his Chris costume. Hemsworth. Well, yeah, maybe it, maybe it was his costume. Maybe, maybe. Um. I don't know if you guys remember when Alien Isolation was released on the PlayStation 4 and Xbox a couple years ago. Yes. Well, that is Fire now team. being released on iOS and Android in December. Hey, play it in your pocket. Pretty oh, crazy. Really? There's an, uh, also another Aliens video game it's called Fireteam. Yeah, I shared yeah, I the, the trailer for it on the, uh, the Facebook page. That looks pretty sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so what... Oh, wow. The, the original one came out in 2014. So it came out in PlayStation 3, PlayStation 4, Xbox 360, Xbox One, PC back in 2014. And now, fucking cell phones are powerful enough to run this game. Yeah, that's crazy. So it's been ported to iOS and to Android. It comes out December 16th. You can pre-order on the Apple Store or on Google Play. Uh, Joe Bob Ruins Christmas... It's a Christmas special oh, nice. coming on Shutter in December. I don't know if you guys Sweet. watch uh, The Last Drive-In with Joe Bob Briggs. Here uh, and there, I do. I, I'm not religiously watching it, but I do. I watch some of them. I watch it when he's doing like decent movies and stuff. And I watch his Halloween episode and stuff like that. But yeah. They're doing a special uh, Christmas episode, so that's kind of exciting. Yeah, that'd be cool. Maybe I'll do Krampus. Yeah, that'd be nice. Uh, so Friday, December 17th at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific. Uh, they are going to have it a Joe Bob Christmas special. Joe Bob ruins Christmas. Is that, <laughs> is that like Ernest uh, saves Christmas? Yeah. Maybe they battle each other. <laughs> All right. Uh, David Harbour teams up with Dead Snow director for a holiday thriller. What? what? Nice. It's called Violent Night, and it's going to be coming out December 2nd, 2022. Um. Nice. And he's calling it a cold, dark holiday thriller. Yeah, sweet. Yeah, so that's exciting. Can't wait to see that one. Let's see, where is it streaming? I didn't write that down for some reason. Am I a moron? You say 2022, so... Yeah, next, yeah like next year. Oh, yep. year. Yeah. 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 yeah Those are two names I wouldn't think I would hear together, though. The Dead Snow and David Harbour. Yeah, well... Think about it. David Harbour, you know, Stranger Things is kind of a horror thing, right? Yeah, but like, I don't like Dead Snow is like foreign horror, you know? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, it's the director of Dead Snow, right? Didn't he? Oh, yeah, yeah the director. Okay. So okay, the director okay, okay. of Dead Snow is helping, is directing this movie, uh, Violent Night. Uh, I like what he did with that movie, so. Apparently, there wasn't, there's not a lot of details here about it. I'm just like reading over the little article that I copied and pasted here, but it's basically saying that it's, um, yeah, but, 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 yeah, it's gonna be a very dark horror movie. It'll be out in theaters next year. All right, theaters. Okay, so there we go. Something to look forward to for next Christmas. Maybe that's one yeah. we can review. Yeah, cool. Uh, we talked about Antlers a couple times. I still haven't watched it. It was one that was dying to see in theaters. It got delayed in 2020 because of the um, pandemic, and it did come out. And I still haven't watched it. It's on my list. But it releases on DVD and Blu-ray this January. Oh, cool. Might as well wait now. Coming to uh, digital December 21st, and then we'll be on Blu-ray and DVD January 4th. Sweet. Uh, I don't know if you guys have been following it all. Um, I, I, this is horror kind of loosely, I guess. But Last Night in Soho. Uh, it's, it's the, I did see the I saw the trailer for that. That looks interesting. Yeah, yeah. So it's 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 a film put together by Edgar Wright, you know, uh, Shaun of the Dead and such. Um, okay. British. Yep. Yeah. 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 Um, 
and it takes place in London. It's like a time travel mystery horror kind of thing, and it looks pretty good. I hesitated talking about it because it's not necessarily horror per se, but I guess it kind of does fall in there. But they just announced that November 19th, which already passed, it's going to be available in digital. Uh, so, yeah, like it it it, show, it pops up in like like under like horror movie type things when you yeah. like like yep. look look for horror movies. Yeah. Um, in the trailer, I like I could see there, you know, there's horror elements ish. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've 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 read a couple of reviews about it that made me think, all right, it's more of a psychological horror, maybe, but more of like a mystery kind of a yeah whodunit type kind of murder mm-hmm. mystery thing with time travel. Um, so I'm thinking, yeah, it's something I might want to watch. I really like Edgar Wright's films. Like he's done a lot of great films. Uh, and he wrote Ant-Man. He was going to direct it, but then he got pulled off of it. Uh, mm. So I, I think he's he's good. Pretty talented, yeah. Yeah. So it's worth, uh, worth a watch, probably. And that is all I have for news. What about you guys? Got anything you want to talk about? I, um, um, go ahead. Go ahead, please. Craig. Oh, I watched Lamb. Um, I watched Lamb. No, I haven't watched it yet. Did you I like have. It? How was it? Was it uh, just don't uh, don't give it anything away. Just I say know. thumbs no. up or thumbs down. Boy, that difficult. Do we need to watch it? Do we need to watch it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know. Really? The so end, it's an, the ending was sort of good, but yeah. I, well, I don't know. So this no, is an a, this is an a twenty four a twenty four movie that missed the boat. There's a few that have actually. They tried too hard <laughs> to be like weird. Yeah. yeah. Damn it. Sometimes you do. Sometimes they do you that. Might you know? like it. I, I don't like it. It's very. It was very like slow. What was sure. the What was the running time? I don't remember. It was a pretty quick movie. I want to say like oh. half, half. It wasn't. Oh, okay. It's okay. not bad. Well, I'll Maybe devote I'll some time to stream it. for free now. Yeah. Yeah. And. Uh, I don't know. Did you go to the uh, Stranger Things store pop-up, Sal? Yeah, I got reservations. I went. um, It was okay. It's not a cool merch, though, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you go? Did you go to the one in New York? Did you go? You had the arcade. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. the arcade was cool. Yeah, they have New York and LA. Yep. Yeah, the LA one. It was tough to try and get a stupid appointment in there that first, but uh, and then I finally got one, and it was it was okay. Uh, you know, that's one of those cool things about, you know, being in L.A. here is like you're close to a lot of like, you know, really cool shit when stuff like that yep. goes on. Yeah. Yep. That's all I have. I just. Um, did either of you guys start watching uh, Chucky yet? No. No. It's really good. Um, I think there's only t- two episodes left in the season, uh, but it's it, it's it's good. I, it You know, it's like they took a movie and like expanded it. Yeah, they said they were sort of gonna start diving into like the backstory, right? Yeah, they did. Like on like how he became a serial killer. Yep. Yeah, it's been pretty good. You you guys should uh, check it out. What sci-fi? Uh, USA and sci. It's like a USA sci-fi like collaboration. So I think you can watch it on USA, but like you could also watch the sci-fi like stream like on like Hulu or something like that. So, but it's good. Um, also, uh, Black Friday came out today on streaming. Oh, might, all right. Might watch that this weekend. Um, and I, have you guys seen the trailer for Elves yet? No. No. Elves is a, a Danish fantasy horror that comes out um, this Sunday on Netflix. Oh shit! Look at that. And, yeah, dude, it, it looks weird. Like it starts out like they're like the, you know. It's got almost like a midsummer vibe, but also with like these creepy little things that like appear to turn into bigger creepy things. A Christmas vacation turns into a nightmare for a teenager and her family when they discover an ancient menace that stalks their island getaway. Yeah, yeah, it looks pretty cool. Wow. Watch, watch the trailer after uh, after we're done here. It's uh, I'm gonna, I think I might watch it this weekend. Nice. So Subtitled, I'm guessing, right? Yeah, it's definitely subtitled, but uh, yeah, I'm used to those now. So, but it yeah, looks it looks interesting. Like, so really it's actually a, a whole season. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Nice. I don't know. Is it a movie? Is it a? Is it a? No, it looks. It looks like it is a single movie. It's not a. Oh, okay. Yeah, I wasn't sure if it was a series or a movie, but uh... it says season one trailer helps. Huh. Huh. Uh, oops. I want to click that. 
Wish. Yeah, I just saw the trailer. I don't think I saw whether it was a. It looked. It looked like a movie, but I guess it could be a. Like you know. Christmas vacation. Yeah, it's a season one trailer. Oh. Interesting. All right. But uh, it looks good. Chances are it's only season one because how could you make a. Uh, yeah, Christmas thing, a uh, nightmare into a multi. <laughs> it doesn't. That doesn't make sense. But yeah, that's awesome. Awesome. Yeah, uh, those were the only things that I had. Cool. All right, um, let's talk our top five. Our top five this month is top five PG thirteen movies, and the list this time goes Craig, Sal, Chris. You know, right. for the longest time, I, I uh, PG thirteen horror movies kind of get a bad rap, and I, I sometimes badmouth them. But there are some There's really good ones out there. A lot of great ones. There's a lot of dude. Great I ones. went back and looked. There's PG movies that are better than PG thirteen. Yeah. Well, here here's the thing about it, right? Or not? We didn't include PG, right? It's strictly no. It's just PG thirteen. Yeah. PG thirteen. Right. Yeah. So now here's the thing to keep in mind, right? Movie companies are out to make money. They don't give a rat's ass. Now, as a director, you probably want right. be- rated R. If you're doing a horror movie, you want rated R. You want it yeah, to be... Yeah, you want a realistic. Right. But, you want- yeah. but you're often dictated by those you know committees that direct you know how movies right. should go because it's about making money. They, they want to get nope, the high school kids PG-13, in there. PG-13, we got to get all those high school kids with their extra money. You know, Those are the people with disposable income, so you need to target that audience. And unfortunately, the way the business works is... You're gonna have to bend the knee to the movie distribution company that's paying for you making the movie. Yeah, yeah but there, there are those of us who have disposable income too, and who are adults who want to see reality and not like and you know what? Out nonsense. The great thing is that when it chapter one came out and that was rated R, that became the number one selling, and it's still the number one selling rated R horror movie of all time. Same with when Deadpool came out. Like, right. oh, you can't make a rated R superhero movie. And make <laughs> money? You can't make money like that. But guess what? They did. Right. Yeah. But either way, you know, you look in the past, you look in the future, you look in the present, there's a lot of great PG-13 horror movies. Well, now. even in the past, when we were kids, think about it. Like, there was, like, swear words in PG movies when we were kids. <laughs> yeah. Right? yeah. Yeah, standards yeah, have was. changed quite a bit. Yeah. I, I mean, think I about think the movie, I, like, Jaws was PG and Poltergeist Back to school, PG. back to school with Eddie, uh, with uh, um, yes. Rodney yes. Dangerfield had titties in it. Yeah. And it was PG. And that was PG-13. <laughs> PG-13 I, think was, yeah. I think it was one of the first PG-13 movies, but it, there was titties in it. Yep. Like, yeah. like, it was PG-13. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the thing is, when I was a kid... Like, I got to go to PG-13, rated R, or whatever. I just asked my mom. She would take me. But I had a lot of friends. They weren't allowed to see anything unless it was G. Like, oh, man. Yeah, like, I remember, I remember, uh, like. I was, I was going to rated R movies when I was 12. Exactly. All right. I, I don't think I was allowed to, but. Anyway, so. So let's go ahead and get started with Craig. Uh, okay. Your top five picks for PG-13 horror movies. And here we go. Uh, number five, I went with The Visit. Ah, nice. Sort of that time of the year, too. Yeah, I th- might have to break that one out this week. But they did a really nice job. Um, I agree. With, with the scare factors with that one. And that's it was creepy, too. Like, it was just yeah. weird creepy. And, then, and again, the, the lady was running around naked, and you sort of got a little bit of peek, right? Naked, uh, naked old my, lady my, ass? Yeah. My big thing was Grandpa pooping and putting little <laughs> things in the garage. Yeah, so like, there was th- yeah, there was things like that where you know it's you know yeah. borderline borderline PG thirteen I guess. Uh, number four, I went with Mama. Oh well, yeah, that you was know, a good one too. I haven't seen that one. That's like a forgotten movie. Yeah, uh, it was really good. Oh, Chris, you have to watch it. Okay, was no, that uh, Guillermo del Toro? I think no, so. Uh, uh, I thought I remember his name attached to that. It's been on my thing, list of things to watch. I but. think I'm, it might be on HBO right now, too. Okay, all right. If, if you had HBO Max, this, maybe, it's, I, I think. It, this is the, the one with the little blonde girl, right? The two little girls were found yeah. Like, yeah, in yeah, the woods. Yeah. Like, like feral. 20, they were like feral children. 2013, that was Andy Muschietti and Barbara Muschietti, the guys that did uh, the oh, okay. It, Chapter 1 and 2. Oh, yeah, really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, definitely going to watch it then. Yeah, yeah, no, check it out. It's really good. Okay. Um, so yeah, Mama's my number four. 
number three, I went with the ring. That's a good oh, one. That's a good again, one. Yeah. how creepy was that? That you know, again, they did a really nice job making it scary. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that girl coming out of that TV with her hair all down in front of her Dude, face. That thing gave me shit. such fucking dread and anxiety, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. I agree. So, I agree. Like you said they did a really nice job scaring you for for a PG thirteen. Um, number two, I went with Insidious. I'll go the whole series of Insidious. Okay. All right. I can't all just right. pick one of those because they're all pretty good. <laughs> I don't think I've seen the last one yet. Uh, all good. Yeah, they're all good. And uh, number one, I went with Drag Me to Hell. Nice. Yeah. That's uh, it's it's crazy to think that that's a Sam Raimi movie, and all that does take place in that movie, and it's PG thirteen. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder how they they worked around like uh, like how do you with all that gore? How do you separate? And it like, was there was a lot of gore in it. There movie, was, right? but it, there there's got to be something that separates the PG thirteen from the R in that in that gore stuff, right? Like you can only have like fifty gallons of blood in the movie instead of like. Uh, yeah. 75. You know, there was like, a lot of goo, too, and maybe not so much blood, but I remember like, uh, that's right. like there, embalming there fluid goo. and stuff. So That's a good was... point. I wonder if that makes a difference, because it's not yeah. blood. Yeah, maybe. I, I, I think blood is really the defining factor, whether it's PG-13 or rated R. Huh. Yep. Blood and sex are, seem to be like the two things that triggered off. I'm trying to think. There was a, there was an interview I watched not too long ago where a director specifically mentioned he had to remove one scene of blood because of the rating between PG thirteen and R. Crazy. Yeah. I got some honorable mentions. Okay. Uh, went with arachnophobia. Nice. Nice. <laughs> um, That's woman a great in movie. Black. Yep, Woman in Black. Yeah, arachnophobia is creepy. I like I I, I loved that movie. And Woman in Black was good too. I just watched that within the past year, I think. That's a scary movie. Yeah, that's, I thought it was really good. Creepy. Yeah, that's a little creepy. You and said the uh, sequel was good too, right? Yeah, both of them were good. Yeah. I haven't seen the sequel, but I remember you saying it was good. And then uh, A Quiet Place as well. That wasn't really scary, but I think they did a really nice job. Yeah, yeah. You know, nice. For, for a creature movie. Yep. Okay. Um, nice. Now my top five. My top five. Let's start with my number five. The Gate. Okay, nice. I, oh, yeah, I, I, I loved that movie that. back in the day, and that was uh, PG-13. That was a good movie. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, my number four, Drag Me to Hell. Fantastic movie. Tons of, like, gory scenes, but not a lot of blood. But there was a lot of gross, viscera-type yeah. things in that thing. And it, it, was just, and it had a great ending. Yeah. Uh, my number three is 1408. I, I watch that movie frequently. I really love that really? movie. Yeah, at least I, once I a year I watch it. I have revisited it. it. At least uh, once a year. Yeah, it's. A, I yeah. mean, that's a good John Cusack and Samuel L. Jackson. Yep. I mean, yeah, I, I don't know why I've never watched that again. That, I'm gonna have to cue that one back up. I don't remember liking it. I guess I love it. Know. And you know what? There's. I got the Blu-ray collector's edition. It has an alternate ending. There's one ending where he dies and he stays in the hotel forever, and there's one ending where he gets out and reunites with his estranged wife. Okay. Oh, cool. Um, All right. cool. My favorite ending is when he's trapped in a hotel forever. That's it. It's the end. Yeah. yeah. As um, a skeptic. Yeah. <laughs> My number two is A Quiet Place. It's a recent one, PG-13, and it was really good. It gave me a lot of anxiety. It was directed well. It was written well. It was unique. It was something very unique. I loved it. Oh, for it. sure. Yeah. And my number one, Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Oh, was geez. that PG-13? Yes, PG-13, maybe. Really? Yeah. Oh, shit. I didn't even think about that one. Yep. And that one, the funny thing yeah, is... Yeah, you can't think about it. They're just shooting cotton candy. No blood. Yeah, there's hardly any blood in yep. that movie at all. There's like a couple scenes of blood, and that was it. And that's probably how they got away with the PG-13. That's true. That's um, a good point. Yeah, yeah. So that's... And that's a classic. The clowns, the clowns were sort of goofy looking, right? They weren't really terrifying. Oh, but... No. Dude. Go <laughs> It's enough. It's enough. I'm afraid man. of any clown, man. Yeah, I don't exactly. know about you. <laughs> Speak for Ronald myself. McDonald's right? scares me. Yeah. Speak for myself. All right. Uh, and my my honorable mentions. I got three of them. Uh, the Critters. Uh, oh, Critters. Great which is movie. a fucking classic. I watched that every Halloween with my daughter. Uh, Monster Squad, which was another great one to watch when I was younger. It I is on a lot of your lists. Yep. And Arachnophobia, of course. 
Nice. Awesome. Awesome. A lot of similar, a lot of similarities in these lists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so I'm going to go through mine. I got a couple of newer ones on mine, um, but uh, some of the same ones as you guys. My number five is the Final Girls. Oh, nice. That came out uh, what, like two, two or three years ago. Um, about those kids who went to the movie theater and got sucked into the uh, '80s slasher film. Uh, I liked it. Nice. Uh, Happy Death Day. Oh, oh yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, like well, it was like Groundhog Day, but yeah, her birthday yeah. kept repeating over and over and over, and yep. she had to figure out why she kept who who the killer was. Yep, it had like the the plastic mask baby with like the one buck tooth. Yeah, it was a good. That was a good movie. Yeah, I, I okay. Number three, Insidious. Yep. Uh, yep. We'll just say uh, you know all of them. I, I, so like I said, I didn't see the last one, but uh, tell you man, Scott Derrickson. Number two, A Quiet Place. <laughs> nice. And number one, drag me to hell. Nice. We all have that one on the list. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, my two honorable mentions are arachnophobia and the visit. Nice. Okay. Which you guys had told me for the longest time to watch, and I just got around to watching. I'll tell last you what, year the, this. the visit is one of those movies, you know, where M. Night Shyamalama Ding Dong, you know, the, with all the greatness that was the sixth sense, he brought back. Like yeah. the ending yeah. was absolutely surprising. It was a shocking. Yeah. It was it was fantastic. I loved it. Well, that was another. Speaking of him, that was another one I was going to add to my list, but I couldn't. I wasn't sure if it was technically a horror. It was split. I think it is. Because yeah. because that was. I thought that was a yeah. great movie, and uh, like I was like, but uh, I don't know if that really counts as a horror. I think so. Because yeah. the yeah. ending. He's like a sort of a personality, and then the, the personality. The beast plus, comes out at the end. And plus, he had that girl kidnapped. Kidnapped and, a bunch of oh, her he killed friends. His, he killed his like, psychiatrist. Yeah, and, yeah. Sure, yeah. I guess I could have I added that. Well, just throw that honorable mention here at the end. There you go. <laughs> awesome. That was a great list. Actually, that was a great idea to coming up with that list. I loved it. Yeah, well, I was I was grasping at straws, and I was like, oh, hey, we never did this, I don't think. Yeah, I actually, I, I don't know if you guys got the invite, but I published the file up on uh, Sheets. I did get it. All right, yeah, cool, because then this way up on, uh, and I'll update it. go through it. it. Yep, and then you can look through it and see what top fives we've done before, what movies we reviewed before, and all that crap. Yeah, cool. That's, awesome. That's, yeah. All right, excellent. So let's move on to this month's movie. Who picked this month's movie? I did. All right. Okay. Awesome. And, and I was trying to go for something like more lighthearted than uh, yeah, the yeah. last couple we've watched. Yeah. So this month's movie is called Val, and that's not the Val Kilmer documentary. <laughs> no. It is Val, as in Valerie, or I forget what the what her name was in there. It's uh, yeah, yeah, Val, yeah. Valifar. Valifar. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and this is a comedy horror. Uh, and it is available on Vudu, Amazon Prime, Apple TV. You can bit rent it or buy it. And it's also on Tubi with commercials for free. Um, and it's a 2021 film. It's a, it's, it's, I think it came out like uh, in October, September. October. Actually, it came out oh. in theaters October 1st, 2021, in a very limited run of theaters, mostly art house locations, and then went available on streaming October 5th, 2021. Hour and 20-minute movie. Um it's a uh, English language horror comedy, um, and its director is Aaron Fratikin, and produced by a team of people. And a writer is actually the director and his his wife, I believe, that wrote this movie together. Mm-hmm. Um, if you look up on Rotten Tomatoes, it, there is no tomato meter for <laughs> critics, but it is ninety nine percent score from viewers, and there's over a hundred plus ratings. And there were some reviews. Like it said, no critics. But when you looked, there there were some under the critics. Like uh, like there reviews. Were four. There was a couple. <laughs> there were four. Yeah. Not enough to get a a a, right. a a rating, but there were four. Yeah. And only and of the four, only one of them gave it a uh, not fresh. So yeah. Uh, and I think the, IMDb uh, had like uh, sixty like sixty two percent. Yeah. Yeah. So just a quick summary of the movie, just looking up the movie's information here on IMDb and Rotten Tomato, basically saying um, Finn is a criminal on the run, wanted for the murder of his boss and the accidental shooting of an officer. He breaks into a home of a high class escort only to discover that you get more than you bargain for with Val, short for Valifar who is a demon who offers to make his problems disappear if he agrees to follow her rules. 
But in Val's world, there are no accidents. And as Finn meets her other quote-unquote customers, he learns that Val was expecting him all along and isn't easy to escape Val's dungeon. I I uh I thought I thought it was clever. Like it, it took a while to, to for me to figure out what was going on, but yeah, then Yeah. Yeah. But it, like I I liked what they they were trying to portray and how they went about portraying it. Like when when it all starts to the pieces start to fall together at the end I was like, "Oh, holy crap, that's crazy." Like yeah, yeah. when and you figure out what's going on. Exactly. That's the thing. Like when the movie first started, I'm like I'm like, "All right, I'm not really kind of getting what's going on." I, I thought maybe it was like um because I didn't, I didn't read anything about the film. I'm just like, uh-huh. I found it on Tubi. I clicked into Tubi, started watching it. I'm like, oh, so he's going to, you know, abduct this woman or something because he's trying to take over her house. But it's like he's got a head injury, and then you think, like, he's hallucinating or some shit a couple times. And yeah, uh, th- there was, like, weird shit going on. Like, he tried to grab shit out of the refrigerator, and, like, the milk was chunky. Well, there was nothing in there. There was, and like, nothing else in there. But, like, yeah. Yeah. Condi- uh, condiments and shit, yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, I, I, it took me a while to figure out what was going on, and once it started to kind of like come together at the end, it was like, oh, all right, it was this cool is pretty good. And yeah. I, and I, I thought the girl who played Val was was awesome. Like she yes. she was very engaging. Like throughout the movie, like she she definitely carried she carried that movie. Yes, I mean there were there were some some shortnesses in that movie, but like like she was great. Like that that woman who who played Val was was excellent yeah and and for some reason she looked familiar i thought i thought so too but i, I didn't recognize the name and then i looked and i i don't i there was nothing in imdb i'm like yeah i don't know i guess not i guess she's not but i thought she looked familiar too but yeah um i thought there was great dialogue too like like a lot of horror movies you don't you don't get like witty banter right you know right and, and there was some great like back and awesome. forth with yep. some like hidden like jokes in, yep. in some of the stuff they were saying. Like yeah. I, I dug that. I disagree. I think there was too much yapping. Really? Yeah. I thought oh, the dialogue yeah. I, I thought think this the, was terrible. I, I thought the biggest play in that film was the dialogue. Like I thought the yeah. dialogue was really good. But yeah, but it's a horror movie. Like there was nothing funny, like it was supposed well, to be a comedy. Right. Nothing yeah, yeah. funny. The guy from Workaholics, I saw him, I'm like, awesome. Like, this is yeah, gonna be yeah, so yeah. good. Yeah. And then he just sort of, you know, boom. And I was like, yeah, I, don't, I don't know. I, I found it like the, the jokes weren't like like that. Like they were a bit and more. It wasn't subtle. scary. I mean, comedy horrors aren't scary, I, I guess, either, but there was no really I mean, she was a demon, and towards the end I guess it got a little bit horror, but Yeah, but but like I again It's fine. Yeah, no, but I yeah. the, the concept of what was going on I thought was was a cool way to, to go about like like the guy's almost dead, and this is like whether his soul is gonna like you know leave yeah. and like I I dug I dug it it was it was a different approach to to a, d- a demon movie, yeah and, and it worked it worked for me I, I I thought it was good, but you're right it wasn't scary time. at all like no, you said for as short as the movie was I had a really rough time, I was tired too I was like dozing off but it actually <laughs> reminded me of one or two scenes of like a creep show. Like you know, like a creep show, like like fifteen minute to twenty yeah. minute, like uh, yeah, it had that kind of vibe to it. Especially the the scene at the the dinner table that like was kind of like uh, um, Beetlejuice, and yeah, the lights were kind of red. The angles were kind of funny, and uh, like th- th- it was basically like a, a Beetlejuice scene when they were all around the table. I, I liked it. I you know, it was a different take, and it wasn't scary at all. Yeah, I didn't um, think it was scary at all. I think there was like some intrigue there and like trying to figure out what the hell was going on. Like, yeah. uh, I thought some of the comedy was kind of funny. I thought um, there was some, there was a bunch, there was some blood, there was some creepy stuff. Um, there, yeah. there was demons, you know, like it, yeah. it was, it falls into the horror category. It's just not a scary movie, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And it's not like slapstick humor. It was uh, like subtle humor. I... Yeah, that that's the thing about it. It's like, I almost feel like it didn't have to be a full length film. No, no, it could have been good as like uh, like a, like a creep show. Like, thing. right, you could have cut cut out some of that stuff, or you know, part of a like a you know those compilations that they show for Halloween or something like that. Like three like 
shorter shorter movies. Right, right. Yeah. Um trying to see did did uh let me see. Yeah, I think it was what like it was only an hour and twenty minutes, right? So it wasn't it wasn't yeah, long. It was an hour and twenty one minutes. Uh, my thing is, I wonder like uh, it, it seems like this had to be like an amateur movie, right? How many movies did this guy direct? Let me see how many he's directed. Here. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It, it almost it 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 is basically a B movie, you know, like it. Uh, yeah, like you said, her acting wasn't the greatest. Uh, he's either. directed twenty three films. Really? Smokes. Yeah. Well, yeah, because like I don't recognize other than like you said, the guy from Workaholics, I didn't recognize. Oh, and they're him. mostly <laughs> shorts. It looks like they're mostly shorts, and that's oh. the thing. So it looks like out of all the movies he's directed, only two of them were feature length films. Uh huh. But I feel like this Val, like, it's not a bad, it's not a bad movie. No. But I think it played out a little too long. Like it should have been a short. Like if he would have made it as a short. It might have been an even better picture than it was. Yeah, there was some 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 fat to that because there were a couple moments. <coughs> excuse me. Um, there were a couple moments where, like, I got up and I went and got a drink or whatever, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. like it, it didn't. It wasn't captivating enough to me to keep my eye on the ball the whole time. However, when I was paying attention and watching it. I was thoroughly entertained. It was an entertaining movie. I thought the dialogue was clever. A lot of the subtle jokes were in the dialogue. Like, the comedy of it wasn't, like, in the actions or the activity of, of the film, per se. Right, it was the dialogue. It was the dialogue. Like, the dialogue was... I'll, I'll, I'll say it this way. Like, the, the director, the writer, and uh, the two writers of this film focused on the dialogue, and you can tell. It was great. I thought the dialogue was great. All the funny stuff was in the dialogue. There was a lot of set, subtle humor in the dialogue. And that that was the part that I guess if, if you're not like focusing on the film, you're going to miss a lot of that shit. But right. while you're paying attention to what's going on there, plus, you know, I'm getting old and living here in downtown Long Beach in the middle of downtown is a little loud. So almost always have these subtitles on <laughs> so i got to read most of the dialogue which made i guess maybe made a disadvantage for anyone that didn't have the the uh closed caption on because uh-huh. you got to see more of what was actually being said and and the dialogue which i found humorous so when it was all said and done i was like all right that was a bit long but i was thoroughly entertained i, I thought yeah, it was, i enjoyed it yeah it was, a, it was a fun movie it was a fun movie and, and so comedy horror accident on the comedy yeah, yeah. It had horror elements to it, but it was definitely not a, a scary movie or, you know. Yeah. And actually I'm I'm interested in actually looking it looks like a lot of his shorts are horror. Uh yeah. he's got a he's got a whole bunch of them here. So that to me it makes me say, you know what? Maybe it's uh maybe we should check this guy out. And IMDb, like if you look at a lot of his stuff here, like Val's rated as six stars, uh, uh, you know, 6.0. You got Electric Love good. is another one, 5.2. Yeah. He's got another horror up here called The Ice Cream Man. That's a 6.2. Um, Happy Halloween. So they're all slightly above average. Yeah, and they're and they're all short films. Uh, so to me, I'm like, I, yeah, all right, yeah. Check them out. Yeah, I'm definitely interested in checking out uh, more of this guy's work. Um, but yeah, it's. The thing is, this is one of those films that's is just difficult to really talk about in depth because yeah. most of it is about the dialogue. She yeah, said, it is. She, and, when, and when I got to the end of the film, you know what? There were a lot of things that she said that were kind of subtle. Yeah. But they were all Definitely. pointing you to what's going on. Like, if you're not mm-hmm. paying attention to what she's saying, you're not going to have a clue, like, where the end of this is actually headed. Yeah, no, it was great. Especially when it got to the point where, like, he's like, why don't you have any food? You have nothing to eat. There's like nothing here. And then when when the dude from uh, the dude from um, workaholics workaholics came back to life like as a yeah. zombie, I was like, "What the <laughs> fuck is going on?" Uh, yeah. You know that that made it even stranger. I was like, "What the fuck?" But yeah, it's uh, I, I think it was a pretty good film. Uh, it was all a world inside his head. Yeah, and the great thing about it is you don't got to spend any money on this. And you, know, you can watch it on Tubi for free. Two yeah. as commercials. That's a, that's a. It's one thing it's like that one I, or two. Yeah, yeah, one or two. It's not that bad. But let me tell you something. While I was looking for this film, and I'm flipping around on Tubi, Tubi has a shitload of horror films. Like I've yeah. been watching Tubi for year, like five or six years. Yeah, I was saying, Dude, Craig is Craig has touted Tubi for for a while now. Yeah, and for some reason I'm just like, yeah, but the commercials, yeah, but the commercials. But then I'm flipping no, through no. this, and I'm like, dude, there are no, horror films. Good. 
on Tubi that should be on Shutter, but they're not. Yeah. Like there, there's that's why more. I don't, that's why I don't subscribe to Shutter. It's like I've been watching Tubi. Yeah. For years and years, and, there and is, like I said, they put they put big big uh, name movies on there yep. too. There are more horror films on Tubi than there are on Shutter right now. Yep. Really? Yeah. Yep. Damn. That's all Tubi. Tubi is all horror. Yeah, it's pretty much all horror. Tons, I mean, tons they have of old, horror. old comedies and stuff. Even their old comedies are good. You know, I have like Kentucky Fried Movie on there. You know what I mean? It's the classic. Really? Oh, yeah. Dude, you know what else I think I saw on there? I was flipping through. Have you guys ever watched um, Audition? You know, that Japanese horror movie? I have not. I, I, I've seen it a couple times. When like, I was flipping through, I'm, like, pretty rec- sure, I'm pretty sure I saw that on Tubi, too. Yeah. yeah. That's a fucking... If you haven't seen that movie, you need to I see it. I have not. You need to see it. No, I'm, like I said, I've been watching Tubi since day one, and I sort of fell in love with it. Yeah, it's weird because it was, it's on my cable box. Like they have apps on there. Yeah, and that's been on there since I got my cable. And I was really, like, you know, check it out. I wonder if they're partnered with them or some shit. Yeah, I mean they have both of the, uh, you know, the uh, Houses Octoberville movies. Those were really yep. good. Yep. Yeah, I've seen the first one. I haven't seen the second. And one. And they have a lot of the, the 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 funny stuff too, like you know the, the deadly bong and stuff like that. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Some serious B movies. Oh, there's tons tons of B movies on Tubi, but still, let me let yeah. me tell you, man. B horror movies, independent film horror movies. There's a lot of great ones out there, so don't ever dismiss them. Like if you see nope. something that's a B movie, uh, that's horror, that's like some of the greatest shit. You think about it, just look at just look at. Um, oh, sorry, Hell comes from Frogtown. Remember with Roddy Piper? Yep, that yep. was that one's on there too. Just remember. You know, I don't think I've seen that one. Old crappy B movie, but it's good. If yeah. You, if you are, if you have Shutter and you have watched um, In Search of Darkness Part One, Part Two, and now they're releasing a Part Three, which mm-hmm. holy shit! So you watch those films, and they talk about you know the advent of VCRs and the eighties, and we grew up in the eighties buying all our horror move, movies on VHS. That was the boom of the B movie horror movies. Like yeah. they were cranking out direct to video horror films like left and right back in the eighties. And it really created the horror genre that is thriving today is because of that. I remember just going to the VHS store, <laughs> just grabbing yeah. based on what the cover is, like not having a clue what the movie's about. But if the cover looks scary, I'd buy it, you know, go rent yep. it, you know. But yeah, this to me, this was a good. Well, I guess uh, let's put it this way. If if you like witty dialogue this is a great this is a great b-movie comedy horror it's not overly funny but there's subtle comedy in the dialogue that i loved that i was entertained by where a a couple times i laughed out loud and my daughter's like what's so funny that movie looks stupid i'm like no it's the dialogue (laughs) is really good yeah it, it was great dialogue i thought yeah uh, so yeah, I think I think just watching this one has brought this uh, uh, director and writer uh, into my vi- into my uh, crosshairs. Yeah, we should check I'm... out some of his short his yeah. short films. Yeah, definitely. Uh, but overall, I'm gonna give this three out of five stars. Yeah, that's what I was gonna do too. Three out of five. It's entertaining, but it's not for everybody. It's not. Yeah, for and and we've we've given worse movies. Me. We've given worse movies like two and a half and stuff like that. And I was like this, you know, I, I liked it. I liked it enough. Yeah. Well, and the thing is, I don't want to shit on anybody's dream. Like people, yeah. especially these independent films where somebody's working to try and, you know, put something together like this. I don't want to shit all over their dreams, but if it were trash, I would say it was trash. Yeah. It, it was, was not it was trash. We've, yeah. We've seen trashy movies and you know, just, I, I enjoyed it. Yeah, definitely. Craig didn't, but it, that's cool. You know, we don't all like the same shit. I'm going to give it two, two, two. All, all right. right. So let's go with an overall of uh, what we got. Uh, two and a half. Two and a half. Two and a half overall from the American Nightmare podcast. So if you like B movies, you like good dialogue, and you're not necessarily driven by a crazy slapstick comedy and a horror comedy, then this might be for you. Give it a check out. And it's free on Tubi. So why not just give it a try? All right. Awesome. Okay. So. Uh... Let's quickly thank all of our listeners. Um, we are up to, you know, we're at a critical point now in our podcast, which is really great. Uh, we have a steady 
viewership of about 200 listeners um, every single month now, which I, I was, is phenomenal. I love it. I, I love the fact that, number one, we don't advertise. This is all word of mouth or people finding us in the podcast index online. Um, and we have a steady viewership or listenership of 200 listeners every month, guaranteed. Uh, we get well above that in some months and some months we don't. But the fact that we reached that point, that's a good thing for us. And I'm going to try and get us out there a little more. So at this Woo-hoo! point, uh, I'm going to reach out to a couple different um, uh, places to try and get some sponsorship for one or two episodes, see what we can oh, do. Oh, that'd be sweet. Uh, and then I'm also going to try and reach out. I've reached out to um, a couple people that I met in L.A. a couple of years ago that actually are in the film industry uh, and try and see if I can get one or two of them on here for an interview, which I think would be oh, fun. That'd be um, awesome, yeah. yeah. That'd be sweet. Um, the one guy, I haven't talked to him in a while, and i got to reach out to one of my buddies who's better friends with him. Uh, that's uh, Rodney from um, from Nightmare on Elm Street 3. Um, mm. And see if he would be willing to do a, a, a brief 30-minute interview with us, which would be entertaining. Oh, that'd be sweet. Yeah, that'd yeah. be real sweet. Uh, so I'm going to try and reach out to a couple people, see if we can try and push this uh, podcast a to little further level. along, yeah, to the next level, and see if we can get some more listeners and make it go even further. So Sweet. I want to thank all the people that have been with us all along. Uh, keep telling your friends, get us some more viewership, and keep reaching out to us. We haven't had anyone really email us recently. We had a couple a while back. Somebody must have put us on a goddamn spam list because now I'm getting <laughs> spam in the email all the time. Uh, which whoever did that, that's not funny. Stop it. <laughs> that's uh, not cool, man. Yeah. Like, because I did not put this address anywhere, but all of a sudden I'm getting spammed by some freaking marketing place constantly in that email address. So, um, anyway, it's feedback at the hyphen American hyphen nightmare hyphen podcast.com. So, check out the American Nightmare Podcast and check out the American Nightmare Podcast on uh, Facebook. Uh, I just recently, and I think I mentioned it last month, that I've started a Twitter. And, I'm, and an Instagram account, which I'm going to start posting stuff in there. All you got to do is go to Twitter, Instagram, search for the American Nightmare Podcast, and you'll find us. Uh, and any podcast index. So any of your friends that listen to the podcast, just tell them search for the American Nightmare Podcast, and you'll find us, whether you're on Stitch, whether you're on um, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, and now the brand new Facebook Podcasts. We're also in there. So search for us, find us, spread the word. And help us grow. Woohoo! Help yep, me it's grow. Thanksgiving, and I'm thankful I have the opportunity to do this. Just wanted to thank all the fans. Yes, thank yes. you, everyone. Thank you. Thank and, you. Thank you. And just a quick sneak peek: what we're going to be doing for next month, which will be December, we're going to do our year-end wrap-up, just like we did last December. We're going to go around and figure out what was our best horror movie, our favorite horror movie and/or TV show that came out in 2021. And we'll uh, we'll compare our notes on that. Um, so thank you once again. And uh, we'll talk to you next month.